Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, October 12th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include green bonds shine in Europe, a coal shortage hits Asia, and supply chain disruptions may hollow out Halloween. Those stories and more, but first let's get you caught up on markets. U.S. stock futures are flat while energy prices continue to move higher. Dow, S&P 500, and NASDAQ futures are flat, while West Texas Intermediate and Brent crude are up about four-tenths of a percent. U.S. crude prices closed above $80 a barrel for the first time in seven years. Crude prices are up 125 percent since last October. The yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury is 1.6%. In Europe, the stock 600 is down one-tenth of a percent. Asian shares were broadly lower. The dollar is stronger against the yen at 113, unchanged versus the euro at 115, and slightly weaker against the Canadian loonie at 124. Bitcoin is up 1% to 57000 and gold is higher by a quarter of a percent at $1,760 an ounce. Now our top stories. The European Union has launched its first-ever green bond to record demand on Tuesday. The 15-year green bond raised $14 billion and drew over $150 billion worth of bids. The bond will finance environmentally beneficial projects in member states as the European Union aims to be carbon neutral by 2050. The bond will finance expenditures in energy efficiency, clean energy, and climate change adaption. Green bonds will fund about 30% of the bloc's nearly $1 trillion coronavirus recovery scheme, which provides grants and loans to member states until the end of 2026. Two of Asia's largest economies are grappling with a coal shortage. The price of thermal coal in China, which is primarily used to generate power, surged 11% Tuesday to a record of more than $230 per metric ton. That followed an 8% increase on Monday. Beijing has signaled that power prices set by the government will be allowed to rise by as much as 20% from current levels. In India, leaders are warning the central government about the risks of a coal shortage. Coal stocks at most of India's power plants have dropped to critically low levels. Nearly half of the 135 coal-fired power plants in India have two days or less of coal supplies. That's according to India's Central Electricity Authority. Coal stocks at 16 plants have been run down to zero. And supply chain problems are now responsible for shortages of Halloween decor and costumes. The National Retail Federation predicts that Halloween spending will reach over $10 billion this year, up from a record $9 billion in 2017. Two-thirds of Americans plan to celebrate by handing out candy, decorating their homes, dressing up, and more. That is almost back to pre-pandemic levels, according to NRF data. In other news, in Washington, the House is set to vote today for legislation raising the U.S. borrowing limit into December, temporarily averting a default. Lawmakers continue to battle over setting a new ceiling for U.S. debt. Personal computer shipments rose 1% worldwide in the September quarter. That's according to the research firm Gartner. Shipments during the holiday season are expected to be weaker than a year ago. Netflix is teaming up with Walmart to create a digital storefront on the retailer's website that will sell merchandise tied to hit shows such as Stranger Things and Squid Game. 
The deal with Walmart creates a dedicated area of Walmart.com for Netflix merchandise, the Netflix Hub, the first such online store that Netflix has created with a national retailer. President Xi Jinping of China is launching a broad probe of Chinese financial institutions to determine whether state-owned banks, investment funds, and financial regulators have become too close with private firms. China's troubled property developer Evergrande Group appeared to miss another interest payment to bondholders Tuesday. Evergrande, the world's most indebted property developer, is set to formally enter default on October 23rd, when the grace period ends for its first missed bond payment. On Tuesday, the company missed a third round of payments. Bondholders confirmed this news to Reuters. Chinese property developer Modern Land asked investors for permission to defer repaying a $250 million bond due later this month. Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine is the world's most popular. Countries have purchased 3.5 billion doses of Pfizer-BioNTech's vaccine. That's about a billion more doses than AstraZeneca, the world's second biggest supplier. That's according to Duke Global Health Innovation Center. Merck plans to double its COVID pill supply in 2022. In Sydney, Australia, businesses such as hairdressers, gyms, cafes, and bars reopened to fully vaccinated customers for the first time in more than 100 days after Australia's largest city achieved a vaccination benchmark. In the U.S., the number of workers returning to traditional office space hit 36 percent during the week that ended October 8th, a new high during the pandemic period. That's according to Castle Systems, a security company that tracks access card swipes. Texas businesses and other private entities are now banned from requiring COVID-19 vaccinations for employees. That's according to an executive order signed by Governor Greg Abbott. Southwest Airlines canceled about 10% of its Monday flight schedule following thousands of cancellations over the weekend as the carrier works to balance a labor shortage, packed planes, and a busy flight schedule. The carrier canceled over 360 flights Monday. GitLab has raised the expected pricing range of its initial public offering. The new valuation for the company is nearly $10 billion. The company is looking to go public on the NASDAQ. Iceberg Research, a short-selling research firm, says it's covered its bet against movie chain AMC Entertainment at a profit. In a tweet, the firm said it's covered its short position against AMC after the stock fell 30% during its holding period. Vans slip-on shoe sales grew 7,800% following the release of the new series, Squid Game. Panera Bread has unveiled its grilled mac and cheese sandwich with an 860-calorie count. The restaurant group is trying to take advantage of the popularity of what are billed as comfort foods. Priced at around $10, the all-American dish is served between two slices of white bread. The company says it now sells roughly 50 million units of mac and cheese products annually at its store locations. Americans ordered more than 800 million servings of mac and cheese at restaurants for the year-long period ending in August. That's according to market researcher the NPD group Crest. That's a 5% jump over pre-pandemic annual sales. ExxonMobil said it plans to build its first large-scale advanced recycling facility in Texas. Energy-focused Azimuth Capital Management is seeking a billion dollars for a new fund to back businesses such as renewable fuel makers, battery recyclers, and power storage providers. The Calgary, Alberta-based firm is aiming to produce returns of at least 20% from the new fund. 
Elon Musk says Tesla's gigafactory outside Berlin will begin producing electric cars as soon as November, though the company has still not secured final approval from German authorities. The factory is set to start making Tesla Model Y SUVs in November or December. That's according to a report from Bloomberg. Separately, the Tesla CEO responded to Jeff Bezos's tweet recalling the bearish May 1999 Barron's headline, Amazon.bomb cover with a silver metal emoji. Musk heads the Forbes billionaire rankings with a net worth of over $200 billion, while the Amazon founder is in second place with $190 billion. Martha Stewart sold her 19th century home in East Hampton, New York for $16.5 million, nearly double the reported asking price. Stewart bought the home in 1990 for $1.7 million. J.P. Morgan Chief Executive Jamie Dimon said Bitcoin is worthless and that governments will soon regulate digital coins. Dimon spoke Monday at an event hosted by the Institute of International Finance. And Henry Kravis and George Roberts are stepping down as co-CEOs of KKR, the founders of the private equity firm. And a wildfire season continues in California. U.S. Highway 101, which stretches from California through Washington State, was closed near Santa Barbara after a wildfire erupted Monday afternoon in the Los Padres National Forest. At 7 a.m. Eastern in Europe, stocks are lower. Dow, S&P 500, and NASDAQ futures are unchanged. Crude is higher by two-tenths of a percent to over $80 a barrel. Gold is higher by three-tenths of a percent at $1,760 an ounce. Bitcoin is adding 1% to over $57,000. And the yield on the 10-year Treasury is unchanged at 1.6%. On the calendar today, the International Monetary Fund's World Economic Outlook Report is set to be released, while U.S. data on job openings and labor turnover are due at 10 a.m. Eastern. Thanks for downloading this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticism, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.